and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are sitting in the Brock Bourbon Bar again. What's up? We got Barbara and Nick with us. Howdy. Long time no see. Agreed. I know. It's been, been too far, long. Far too long. We far do. too long. We're glad you're back, buddy. Good deal. Good deal. So, hey, we today we are cranking out the, the Angel's Envy Rye Apple Cider. Is that right, Barbara? Iced apple cider. Iced apple cider. You're the one that slept in the rain and hung out in the the freezing cold to get this bottle. Not me this time. Yep. This one is the ice cider cask. Ice cider cask. And what? what, Give me the details on this bad boy. What's the proof? What are we looking at? All that good stuff. She's like, I gotta get the glasses going. I can't see. I am blind, Scott. I can't see it. (laughs) It is. Fifty-three point five percent alcohol per volume. All right, so about one hundred and seven proof. Yep. All right. Anything else exciting on there? Does it tell how long it, how old it is, or did you, did they say anything about that at the event? I don't believe they said anything about it at the event. Now, the only thing that you can notice on the actual glass itself is that the bottom half is actually frosted glass. Yeah, I did like that. It's kind of a neat little bottle that they did. And in the case it came in was kind of cute and cool, and, you know, kind of a cardboard, like a real industrial, heavy, glossy cardboard. And yep. I think it had some magnets to keep it open and closed, right? Yes, yes, yeah. it does. So they, they did package it together pretty well. Yeah, and it's actually, they have like felt inside there, so it is very snug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I always, I always did the, the joke about the felt. You know, is this felt? I'd go grab some girl's shirt, and she'd be like, no. I'd be like, it is now, baby. And she, shit never went off well. <laughs> that my wasn't wife, very popular, was it? No, my wife was like, you're so lame. And I'm like, well, you know, I tried. You know, I was, you know, I was in high school. It's been, I, didn't have, I didn't have much game. <laughs> but, yeah, while uh, Barbara stood out in the cold, she got up at like 5 a.m. to get in line. And I did. Was out there, took a few pictures, while, and posted on social media while she was doing it. Good deal, good deal. Well, all right. So 107 proof. Got some Angel's Envy. It's a rye finished in an iced apple cider cask. Now, I wonder what an iced apple cider cask is. Barbara's reading it. It doesn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> there was something. I if it need be, I can go look it up. Uh, but there was some mention of it, of like it was a specific type of cider cask that they had chosen Oh, she found something. Okay, so on reading the side of this, it says, The French oak ice cider casks used in the final stage of Angel's Envy's finished rye and ice cider cask come from an extremely limited release crafted by Eden Specialty Ciders. Their tart, late-season northern spy apples were pressed in 2016, concentrated in in the depth of Vermont's winter and fermented to to perfectly balance the robust autumn spice character of this special heirloom variety. We've selected a wintry icon to represent the journey required to produce this unique whiskey. Well, all right, there we go. Got the full full dissertation on it. Professor Brock over there (laughs) reading. That's that's her mother-in-law. That's all good. So, uh, oddly enough... Your bef- mother-in-law, my yeah. mom. Before we before we dive into these things, I, I remember when Angry Orchard came out with their first, what it was called their premium variety of ciders. They had one that was called Iceman. That's right, I remember that They had that one now. that was called, I think, like the Muse, and I don't remember what the other one was, but mm-hmm. Scarecrow. Scarecrow, Muse, and Iceman. But anyway, yes. all three of them were really good, but my the Muse was my, like, that was my jam. I remember picking up the Ice Iceman mm-hmm. with, for Barbara, and yeah. she loved Dude. it. 
So I was just kind of curious if that was somewhere how this was related, but it wasn't. Obviously, it's from a Vermont cidery, it looks like. So cool beans. Well, all right. Nick's already nosing this thing to death, so I'm going to let him give his initial thought process. What's the nose on it, and, and, and what are we dealing with, bud? For me, I'm getting a very light rye, but I am getting a little bit of apple on it. Not a, like, like super heavy apple, but there is apple there. Uh, but the subtle rye kind of spice just kind of sneaks in there at the end on the nose. Yeah, I would agree. I, I definitely get a little bit of apple. And, and to me, it's funny. Like I would have even said it's like some kind of tart apple, like a Granny Smith or something like that. And then... Um, golden Delicious. You get a Golden Delicious? See, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it smells tarter than that to me. You're getting more sweetness. No. I grew up with two delicious... Uh-oh, here we go again. Another Barbara story. I grew up and blah, blah, blah. Go ahead. I had two apple... <laughs> uh, two... Um, delicious apple trees in my backyard growing up gotcha and what i'm what i'm getting is that not quite ripe okay golden delicious there you go that makes sense then yeah so the more firm golden delicious mm -hmm, that my sister and i would use to just grab off the tree and bite there you go i I, I might i might be able to buy that now i'm now i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah that youthfulness in an apple will give you that tartness Mm -hmm. well i i I was even going to say you know i it's almost reminiscent of like those uh like tart, like uh, crab apples that your grandma would make, like apple pies with and stuff, like that that tart smell. And I know you've got it. You, we we talked about that in the story one time about the apple pies, but that to me that's like I said when I get this like Granny Smith, like a tart, like that type of thing. Well, my grandmother made her apple pies with the apples off of our tree. Right. <laughs> yeah, that story again. So so I, I ate the rye, but there's some spice in there, like a baking spice, and I, I'm having a real hard time picking up what it is. The only thing I can think of would be closer would be possibly like a hint of nutmeg. Yeah, maybe, maybe. nutmeg or cardamom. Those yes. are the two things that were coming to my mind. Right. It's it's not cinnamon, uh, and it's not like you know that baking soda or anything along those lines. It's but it seems it's like softer. Right. Now you guys gave me a trick here. You gave me two different glasses, so I'm going to nose this other one. You know, trying to make trying to mess with me here. Yeah, absolutely. So the funny thing is, so when I, when I smell the other one, like the, the wider rim one, I get like almost like a, like a, like almost like a mead, like an apple honey mead mm-hmm. smell. Like it's a more, it's a, more sweet forward. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. almost like a, yeah, it's very sweet. It's less, it's less apple and more like almost like honey or mm-hmm. some other like fruit, but it doesn't come through as much as apple on this other side. So, all right. Taste. Oh. All right. All right. Let's see here. I keep nosing and then trying between the two of these two different glasses. Barbara, I'm, I'm going to let you take the lead on the tasting notes here. See what you think. Well, I definitely, I mean, the, for me, it tastes a lot like a hard cider. Um, I don't want to, you know, I can't really put, you know, like a brand on it or anything. It's just that kind of subtle apple, the little bit of a good kick, just enough to kind of make you really think about it. See, I get a lot of that apple and kind of like residual apple on like mid-late palate and maybe kind of some and mitigating this a little bit, we talked beforehand as I kind of tingle around the different um, tongue area. And you, uh, we had talked about that, Scott, and I'm getting that definitely now that you mentioned it around that kind of like side of the tongue that I didn't, don't think I remember noticing before, but it's definitely there. Yeah. It hits the, that that rye spice definitely like kind of hits the front part of your tongue and Mm -hmm. then like literally just moves back to the mid, mid size of your, but it's all on the edge of your tongue. It doesn't like fire across all your taste buds through the middle and things like that. So (laughs) once again, funny because you guys are messing with me here, which I, I appreciate. 
Um, the wider mouth, I actually I get less of the apple flavor, which I think is bizarre. Like that that my nose is giving me that much more of a difference. But on the the Glencairn, I definitely get more of the apple spice. I get a little bit more of you know those apple pie spices that come with it. Yeah, that's what I was going to segue into is that, you know, you can almost mimic this to a apple pie-esque aftertaste flavor that kind of uh, that lingers on the palate mm-hmm. for a while longer. It's like after you t- take like a nice big bite of apple pie, chew it up and swallow it. It's what you're left with on your tongue is what I feel like while I'm getting after drinking this. I yeah. think it's the cinnamon that's in that apple, apple pie mix yeah. type stuff. That or like the nutmeg or any of the mm-hmm. other things that go with it. But I, I tell you another funny thing is, is um, the more I get of it, it's almost like you get a little bit of ginger. Mm-hmm. In the very, very like from the mid to the to the end of your palate, like from mid to right back, in the very, very right before part. you swallow, like you get just a little bit of like a almost like a spicy ginger ale, like those North Carolina Jamaican ginger ales, the ones that's got a little bite to it. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm getting a little ginger on this thing. That's interesting. That's interesting. Let me let me get back in. I say dive back fast. in and yeah. yeah, yeah. I am definitely getting something there. You know that does that taste. You know right that mid late palate area yep you know just kind of right that right in there mm-hmm. i'm getting that and then yeah i'm and still getting that nutmeg just like on that back palate like almost kind of down the throat yeah no i i, I get it exactly where you're coming from like i said i just to me it's it's that spicy ginger ale like it's more of that spicy ginger yeah not even ginger ale but ginger yeah i could i definitely could see that i don't know it's so weird but it, it it's delicious i mean I, I really do enjoy this bottle I, I was able to get a little tiny, tiny, like less than an ounce or right at an ounce at one of the local liquor stores. All they had left, I tried to get a pour and they didn't have a full pour. Um, I literally emptied the bottle out for them and uh, they only charged me like half price, which was like, well, great. I'm like, I'm a little short, less than an ounce and they charged me half price. So it was, it was a win-win, but right, definitely like, win-win. But it was one of those funny things that I was like, man, I wish I had more because like I didn't feel like I got a full mouthful, a full flavor, a full taste. So I'm glad you guys had this. So that way we could definitely talk about this one. I got the picture and everything else from the other bottle. But yeah, we were also a big fan of the regular Angel's MB Rye that's finished in uh, the Caribbean uh, rum barrels. And that so, is so good. I am too, but the regular Angel's MB, I'm just not a huge fan of. You know, when people give me such a hard way to go that I don't like that that other wine finished one, but I really do. I, I really enjoy the other one. I don't really want to do this, but for, for scientific purposes and for the purposes of the crowd, I'm going to put a drop of water or two in this bad boy. Yeah, you're going to make me do that now. So yeah. I know. Listen, <laughs> I, I didn't want to do it, but, you know. We we are scientists. Scientists for our for our for the sake of oh my god that was more than well granted you have way more in your class to mine. Barbara must have poured yours. Absolutely, she did. <laughs> She's like, no, I didn't, Scott. For once, I didn't pour any of them except for that one. <laughs> so it really, really just kills the nose. It, it the nose gets killed, and I get a little bit of a rye pop at the very beginning, right? And then it just it it just. I get all apples gone. At least, you know, I get a little spice left over. The spice mm-hmm. pops, but it just, the apple just goes away. That, yeah, you're right. That nose, gone. Yeah, apple's gone. I still get a little of the ginger and the nutmeg in the back, though. Yep. But I get caramel now. I get a little caramel. Yep. I can see where you say that. I was going to say toffee. Uh, yeah, I, I get more toffee. I get more of the, that toffee. Like, it's kind more of, of a sweet. Like, to me, caramel still has a little bit of, like, 
saltiness to it or a little bit more to me this is more sugary almost like a heath bar that uh, you you read my mind i was about to say kind of like that middle of a heath bar not the outside chocolate but the inside of a heath bar barbara's looking at us like we're crazy it's okay you're, you're, listen. No, no, no my question is for her is i don't think she have you ever had a heath bar before well they were one of my favorites growing up but you know what she she, she had a migraine yesterday her she might be just a little different on the the taste buds you know it might have affected her in some capacity we don't know I hope it didn't break her. Oh, I don't think it broke her. <laughs> I don't think you could break Barbara. Well, never mind. <laughs> I remember one day we did. Yeah. <laughs> we had to do the factory reset. Tink, tink. <laughs> oh, she's cracking up now. So, yeah, she's uh, going. So. Yes, that, that was extremely true. That, but that, the, all of those that day, she did pour all of those pours. Yes, she did. I, I left that night and I got home and I was like, oh, she's going to feel that one. She's so going to feel that one. Yeah, she was she was pretty much out of commission for the rest of the day. Multiple wellness checks were done on Barbara between me and Nick. I was like, Nick, how's she doing, man? Is she holding <laughs> up okay? <laughs> Absolutely. A good chunk of the time, I can hold my liquor. I think you did a great job that night. I'm doing. Oh yeah, your your pores were like <laughs> something went wrong. Like I looked up and like you had like a half a Glencairn on like four different things. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be bad for her. And sure enough, about 40 minutes later, Barbara's laying on the table. <laughs> I'm taking a nap. Really, Barbara? Are you? Yeah. Just just give me a minute. I'm going to get some crackers. <laughs> Next thing you know, me and Nick are sitting over here talking. Barbara's out snoring. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Hey, listen, I, I came back. You didn't offend me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, circling back to the um, other Angel's Envy, I, I do agree with you that, you know, neither Barb and I were really fans of the port, the, the normal uh, uh, line right. of them. One thing that I have not or have yet to try has uh, been one of the store picks. So, no, the single barrels? The so single I, barrels. So, I've tried about four different single barrels that they've released, maybe five, and two of them I, I enjoyed. The other ones I was just like, eh. Just slightly variant to the normal. Yeah, they just, well, they weren't finished. I mean, they were just straight bourbon. I mean, they're not finished product, but it just, I don't know. There's just something to me that their bourbon just, and it might be, and the, and the messed up thing is, it's literally the same mash bill as Old Forrester. Really? That I, I did not the know their mash bill. The exact same mash bill. So, so Lincoln Henderson, the guy that started Angel's Envy, was one of the first master distillers for Brown Foreman. I, um, I, remember I do hearing remember that. hearing that, yes. So when he left, he's like, hey, I love what we're doing. So I'm going to use a similar mash bill, but I'm going to do finished products. Like that was going to be his calling. Like I'm going to, everything we're going to do is going to be a finished product. So he came out with, you know, the rum finished rye and he came out with the port finished. And then, and then they, I think they did a special relief that it was a sherry or something like that early on, but all of them have all been wine finished barrels. Like they're, that's how they're, that's where they made their bread and butter off of. Right. And they basically wanted to build a brand that was very similar to, the Woodford label as like the niceness, the prettiness, like the, the selling points of why you want to buy those, those bourbons. Um, but with the twist of it's a finished product. So I think they've done a great job. I love it. And I still love their bottle. I mean, their bottle is one of my favorite bottles to look at, you know, mm-hmm. but. Oh, it's like a shelf centerpiece. To I mean, me, the bourbon still by itself is just, a, it's just a little lackluster. I mean, you know, and it, and it's nothing personal. It's just not my cup of tea, you know, in that capacity. Um, I think it makes a great cocktail. Absolutely. Just don't necessarily want it neat. And honestly, if I'm going to drink the regular bourbon, I typically will, will drink it with a with a rock just because of the fact that I just mild it down a little bit, bring some of that, that sherry, or is it port? Port it. Port, port. Bring some of that port flavor down because I'm not a huge port fan. So 
And I think that's the big deal with me with, with, with Angels of Me in general. But I do love that rum cask. I absolutely love it. That's one of the best ones. I mean, yeah. I, I, even some of the Starlight stuff, you know, hasn't really compared to it. But yeah. there have been a couple of picks that have, that were really good. But right now, just that that uh, rum, uh, the Caribbean rum barrel, you know, from Angels Envy AE, it's really good. We so, can just sit and drink it all day. What was it when we when we, when we took the tour? They gave us some kind of like almost like a Toberon type chocolate. It was like a chocolate with like orange flavor, dude, that went with. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yes. We did the tour there uh, recently back in July and they were they were they were doing the tours then. And then I think they had did a white chocolate, a kind of like a orange chocolate Mm -hmm. with it. And then I can't remember the third one. There was a third one. There's always somebody on the trip that always eats the chocolate before they're supposed to. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Every tour I've ever been on. I have another one? Somebody's messed up on the chocolate. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, somebody always does it. Teddy, bring up more chocolate. (laughs) I was laughing. But we we had a great tour when we went there. We actually did that. Um, It was one of the tours we did for Josh's two-day birthday excursion that we did. Ah, nice, nice, nice. We we revisited a lot of the downtown distillery stuff. Just uh, one of his good friends came into town, so we had a really good time with that piece. But Yeah, that was what we did back in uh, July of last year is we just decided to visit all the downtown ones that we could. Uh, I think the only one that we missed was Michter's. Mm -hmm. Right. That was the only one that we couldn't do because I think they were still kind of in a closed, semi-closed state at that point in time. To where the other ones had just recently started opening back, opening back up. So Barbara can do this. You're not gonna be able to do this because you you haven't drank yours dry yet. Um, go back in and, and give us a sniff, Barbara. It's like creme brulee. Yeah. A little bit of caramel. Oh, she's and it's <laughs> apple. Like it's like caramel apple and creme brulee. Like it's just it's, like it's kind of like I guess the drying effect that you would have with a leftover Glencairn. Yeah, and I have no idea. It's something that I I started just doing that, you know, over the last, you know, probably year where I go back and sniff something that's that's empty, that's dried out. This is delicious. I mean, like, oh, oh my God, this is like a glass you want to just carry on a nose for the rest of the night. (laughs) And I love creme brulee. I mean, really. That's amazing. It is. It's crazy. I mean, we did that. I think we uh, we've done that ourselves recently as well. We'll go back and if we do a line flight. If go back and, you know, hey, these have sat empty for about two, three, four minutes. Go back and it's weird. You get these sometimes tobacco, weird caramel flavors, you know, even this creme brulee that we've seen before. But, yes, it's delicious. Yeah. So, overall, all right. I don't know. I, how should we do this? Because we're not comparing it against any other bottle. So, let's just, A, prefer it neat for sure. I feel like you lose a lot of substance off adding water to it. Totally. And then, B... Let's uh, price point. What was these? How much were these bad boys? I don't remember because I, I didn't go in two fifty. It's worth two fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth two fifty. It's worth two fifty and standing out for I think it was like two and a half hours. <laughs> I, I think some of the secondary market showing these at four hundred plus. I, I don't. I don't know that it's four hundred dollars. No, good. it's definitely not. I, in well, let's go. Let's go start from the A. You know, um, you know. I think it's delicious. I think it's a very good drink. Yep. I don't think it's worth the two fifty to me. To me, I mm-hmm. say I'd say it was. It's a good one fifty, one seventy five. Gotcha. You know, some somewhere along the lines of you know possibly one of the presidential choices from Old Foe. You know, yeah. that, that that cost point. But for right for you know two fifty, you're getting into a really exclusive area. Yeah, I agree in some capacity, but I mean, hell no. I mean, Weller 12 is going for 225 250 Well, that's secondary, not, not at... But I mean, but that's I understand, but that's what I'm saying. If you're willing to pay 250 secondary for that, why wouldn't you pay 250 for that retail? 
That's just tough, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing the point. I'm just I'm I'm putting the price range in your brain. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Some people will pay two fifty all day long for for on the secondary market for Weller Twelve, and I think Weller Twelve is a great drink, right? I mean, it's perfectly fine. You know, it's it's still not as good to me as, as Antique One Hundred Seven, but no, I agree people, with you. But then also the Weller Twelve, though the you know uh, retail price is what fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine something yeah, like that. So yeah, fifty sixty bucks, and to where that retail is, yeah, two fifty, two fifty, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Me and Barbara are a buyer at two fifty. You're you're a buyer at one seventy five. I'm saying one seventy five to two hundred, but two fifty is just you know at that point is a little rough. Is he a cheapskate? I didn't know it. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen some of the credit card bills coming from some of these bourbon buys, <laughs> I knew that man. I was just messing with you. It, it, it had we, it had to be said. People people always say, and I am cheap. I'm a cheap bastard. I'm, I'll be the first one to admit I am cheap as all get out. You know, the funny thing is, I'm coming back to this after I finished mine off finally, right. and I'm getting a little bit of leather and tobacco just at that. You do. You get, a, I, I definitely get, a, I definitely get the tobacco. I don't get the leather. I get the tobacco. But for me, like, you can get, like, tobacco. You can get that creme brulee. Like, just that sweetness that I feel like comes from tobacco. Like, you get those, mm-hmm. especially, like, your grandpa's pipe tobacco or something like that. Absolutely. The sweetness that comes through it on that smell. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to try smelling hers. All right. Pass. She's, it does have a wider rim. I might get a little different smell out of it. Yep. I'll let her try mine. Oh, Everybody's just sniffing away. <laughs> His does have a lot more tobacco does it? type thing. That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. All right, you know, see. hey, we're just p- passing around the good clearance now. See, so, yeah, I'm still getting a little bit of apple on his, though, too, though. Yeah, no, there's a, I'm not... A little bit it. more apple than I get on mine. But what I'm just saying, though, yeah. is that what I'm putting down is that, you know, there just seems to be a heavy He's tobacco. He's got a lot more tobacco, right. even though it's still got the apple. Yeah. It's more tobacco versus... Yeah, that's weird. Versus ours. Yeah, it's always weird how things oh, yeah. work out. <laughs> and crazy. Yep. It might granted, be the water. I, well, that's the other thing. I did rinse mine. I will say that I, I did. I did semi rinse mine. I didn't rinse it all the way, but I did semi rinse it because I wanted to clear out the bottom. But anyway, so great pour. Angels Ivy did. This is probably the biggest home run I've seen in Angels Ivy. To me, it's better than the Mizanura cask. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've had. A, I got to try a little one sample of that, and this is way better than that. So for me, this is their home run. So if, if you see one and it's out there, I mean, retail's gonna get. Two fifty, probably to three hundred. I mean, because I mean, they sold them through the liquor. If they sold them out of the, actually, they might be two twenty five to two fifty out of retail, assuming yeah. somebody's actually charging MSRP. Because I know the distilleries are always just a hair more expensive mm-hmm. than the stores. So Barbara and Scott are definitely saying it's a buy. Nick is like, if you can get it, that's one seventy five to two hundred range. You should buy at two fifty. It's not, it's it's not a cop for him, as I guess what the kids say these days. Yeah, I'm not cop not. or not. Yeah. So. Anyway, so any any last words on this bottle, you guys? I'm glad I stood out in the cold for it. There you go. I'm glad you did too. It gave me a chance to try a full, nice pour of it. You know, and gave me gave me a little extra extra thing there. So definitely, I, I absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to deny that after having it, it is very good. It just, as I said, I question the price point a little bit. Yeah. So me and you're, me and you on the Willet are like you are on this one. Yes. Gotcha. Hey, it's all good. The will, the will it black and let's be specific. <laughs> will, will it black and flavored whatever? I don't remember flavored what it was. mint. Yeah, <laughs> flavored mint. All right. So anyway, if you guys want to catch Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those good things. You can email us any questions or message us through those medias. Our email is bourbonbarreltalk at gmail This is Scott, Nick, and Barbara signing off. Peace out. <laughs>